What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Vision Podcast. I'm Dixie Lovett, the Director of Women's Ministries, and I'm so glad to be reading with you today as we continue in 1 Samuel. Today, I'll be reading chapter 16, verses 1 through 23 in the ESV. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve over Saul, since I have rejected him from being king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. And Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears it, he'll kill me. And the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord and invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what you shall do. And you shall anoint for me from him who I declare to you. Samuel did what the Lord commanded and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the city came to meet him trembling and said, Do you come peaceably? And he said, Peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they came, he looked on Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointing is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. And Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. Then Samuel said to Jesse, Are all of your sons here? And he said, There remains yet the youngest. But behold, he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and get him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. And Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Now the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and a harmful spirit from the Lord tormented him. And Saul's servant said to him, Behold, now a harmful spirit from the Lord is tormenting you. Let our Lord now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is skillful in playing the lyre. And when the harmful spirit from the God is upon you, he will play it and you will be well. So Saul said to his servants, Provide for me a man who can play well and bring him to me. One of the young men answered, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a man of good presence, and the Lord is with him. Therefore Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me David your son, who is with the sheep. 
And Jesse took a donkey laden with bread and a skin of wine and a young goat and sent them by David his son to Saul. And David came to Saul and entered his service. And Saul loved him greatly, and he became his armor-bearer. And Saul said to Jesse, sent to Jesse, saying, Let David remain in my service, for he has found favor in my sight. And whenever the harmful spirit from God was upon Saul, David took the lyre and played it in his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the harmful spirit departed from him. Well, y'all, there is a lot in this passage that we could speak about, but we just don't have the time in this podcast to do so. But I will tell you, too, if if you were at worship on uh, October the 9th, Pastor Brady did a great job with this passage of Scripture and really teaching us a lot more depth than what we have time to do here today. But one of the first things that kind of stood out to me as I was reading this is Samuel... um, being obedient to the Lord and that calling on him to go, to take up his horn with oil and go, and go to Jesse, even though there were some uh, reasons for him to be a little fearful of going to Jesse, but he didn't really know what was going to happen once he was in front of Jesse. But the Lord said, you go and I'll let you know. As, As you're working, as you're going about life here, I'll let you know what you need to do when you need to do it. And that kind of stood out to me because that's how we should be as Christians and believers in God and followers of Christ Each and every day, we should just get up, dedicating those days to the Lord, walking in obedience to Him, and whatever the Lord has for us today. So that showed great faith to me, and it encouraged me in that way. Another thing that really um, is something that I have spent a lot of time meditating on over the years is what what is said um, to Samuel, what the Lord says to Samuel down in verse 6, where it says, I think it's 6, Yes, and he says, For the Lord does not see as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. I can't ever read this that I don't think of a verse in Jeremiah chapter 17 that says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind. Over the years, I have kind of made a habit of... um, seeing the word heart in scripture as I've been reading through my Bible. And I even have a red pen in my Bible where I put a little box around the word heart as I read through. And, uh, you know, there's a lot in God's word about our heart and what God thinks about our heart. Um, And here it says that, you know, we can't always trust our heart because only the Lord can. And it's the Lord that directs our heart and tests our mind. These are great uh, two truths that can help us as we walk with the Lord. God sees our heart. He is concerned about our heart. He wants our heart, and he really wants us to seek his. But we learn that David was the youngest um, of Jesse's sons, and he was described as Rudy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. Well, this word beautiful eyes stood out to me because I've often heard it said that our eyes are the window to our soul. And here we read that David had beautiful eyes, reflecting a beautiful soul or a beautiful heart. Back in 1 Samuel 13, after Saul had uh, once again taken matters into his own hand and was impatient in waiting on Saul to come and make the burnt offering, and he just went ahead and did it himself, Samuel tells Saul this, But now your kingdom shall not come. 
the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be prince over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. And then Paul in Acts 13 was reminding the men of Israel of this, that the Lord removed Saul as king, and he raised up David to be their king, the son of Jesse. And he says, a man after my own heart who will do my will. So David had beautiful eyes, and they were a window to this heart that was seeking God. And, you know, today we have the privilege uh, to know the entire lineage of Christ, um, Christ Jesus our Lord, who is the heart of God. And we know that he was from the lineage of David, a man after God's own heart. But I know um, there was another note in um, in our reading today where it said the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. And um, and at the same time, the uh, the Spirit of the Lord had left Saul around the same time. But this from that day forward stood out to me, which was meaning that the Spirit never left David. And until that point, we read in Scripture that the Spirit of the Lord would... Um, momentarily or for a task come upon the Lord in order for the Lord to complete a specific purpose or a certain task. But here with David, we also see the foreshadow of our life in Christ. Because when we come to faith and we, or we profess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, at that moment, the Holy Spirit takes up residence in us from that day forward. And when we come to faith, our deceitful hearts become the Lord's. He understands our hearts and he tests our hearts. And through the Holy Spirit, we walk in faith and obedience to God. Thanks be to God. But I know you all are wondering in that second section of our reading today, what happened once the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And it says a harmful spirit from the Lord tormented him. What on earth? Does this mean that the Lord sends harmful or tormenting or distressing or evil spirits on men? That's a tough one to resolve or to understand. But this, I believe, and that is that God is sovereign. And with that comes the fact that everything is His to use as He wills. And all we know about our holy God is revealed to us in Scripture. And when I read across things that are difficult for me to resolve in my mind, I rest in the words of Scripture of the Lord that is in Isaiah 55, uh, starting in verse 8 through 12, where it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word that goes out from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. But you know, there seems to be a little bigger picture here than us trying to resolve that one thing. And that is, is that only when the Spirit of God left Saul, was the harmful spirit able to torment him. When we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit indwells us. John ten twenty eight, Jesus tells us that he gives us eternal life and that we will never perish and that no one will snatch us out of his hand. So when the Spirit of the Lord 
when we accept Christ and the Spirit of Lord indwells us, we are secure in that. We are secure in the hand of Christ. And we know that we will live with Him and our Heavenly Father eternally. But second, Saul's servants describe David this way, a son of Jesse from Bethlehem, who is skillful in playing, a man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a man of good presence, and the Lord is with him. When David would come to Saul when he was tormented, David's presence and music would soothe Saul. Music does soothe the soul, and it's known to be the universal language. Heaven is often pictured as a place where we're all singing and worshiping God. Music. God does inhabit our praise. Music does soothe my soul, and the presence of the Lord is magnified as I sing hymns and worship songs. And even though my voice is untrained and at times I'm a bit off-key, I'm counting on the Lord to make me sound like Pam when I get to heaven. But David was a skillful musician, but the Spirit of the Lord was also upon him. Harmful spirits cannot cohabitate with the Spirit of the Lord. And our scripture today ended with that harmful spirit departing Saul. Saul was refreshed by the presence of the Lord through the David and his music. Well, our time is about up for today. But as you think about the Lord looking at our heart, desiring our heart, and desiring our whole heart, be reminded of what David, a man after God's own heart, prayed to God in Psalm 139 when he said, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. God wants our whole heart. God wants our soul. He is looking for us to be seeking Him and His heart. I pray that the Lord create in us a clean heart and use us for His kingdom purposes. It's been great being with you all today, and I pray that your day is blessed and that your heart is a heart seeking the Lord's heart. And I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. So have a great day. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.